Welcome back to Considerations from the Capitol from the Deeper Dive Podcast. My name is Bill Winnell, as always, joined by Father Larry Swink. Good morning, Father. Hey, good morning, Bill. Good morning, everybody. Today's Thursday in the octave of Easter, and Father will reflect on today's gospel from St. Luke. The disciples of Jesus recounted what had taken place along the way and how they had come to recognize him in the breaking of the bread. While they were still speaking about this, he stood in their midst and said to them, Peace be with you. But they were startled and terrified and thought that they were seeing a ghost. Then he said to them, Why are you troubled? And why do, you, why do questions arise in your hearts? Look at my hands and my feet, that it is I myself. Touch me and see, because a ghost does not have flesh and bones, as you can see I have. <clears throat> and as he said this, he showed them his hands and his feet. While they were still incredulous for joy and were amazed, he asked them, Have you anything here to eat? They gave him a piece of baked fish, and he took and ate it in front of them. He said to them, These are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of Moses and in the prophets and Psalms must be fulfilled. Then he opened their minds to understand the scriptures. He said to them, Thus it is written that the Christ would suffer and rise from the dead on the third day, and that repentance for the forgiveness of sins would be preached in his name to all nations, beginning with Jerusalem. You are witnesses of these things. Father. All right, folks. So uh, this is, a, you know, once again, this is one of the first encounters that um, Jesus has with the disciples after his resurrection. And they're just kind of scared and uh, disturbed and just don't know how, what to make of it. And uh, this is a human reaction we have a lot of times towards life. And uh, it says this, he stood in their midst and said to them, peace be with you. But they were startled and terrified and thought they were seeing a ghost. And, he, and then he asked the question, why are you troubled and why do questions arise in your hearts? And, uh, you know, in prayer this morning, I thought, hmm, like the Lord was asking me and you, why are you troubled? Why do questions arise in your heart? And, and there, well, let's be honest. Think about this is, and I, I, I preach this uh, to religious sisters, to um, laity and uh, sometimes um, brother priest is the concept of peace. And, um, how many people in the world, uh, or even ourselves, uh, truly experience sort of uh, peace in our existence as we speak? Um, and I, I would I would take a stab to say that I would say most people mm, are not necessarily totally at peace. I think they're just like you know they're somewhat peaceful, but I'd say more agitated than anything. Um, and that's some one of our human problems. So I want to talk about. Um, First off, what is peace? And then using uh, a book that I was reading by um, by Jacques Philippe, what are four things that destroy our peace? And maybe we can pray about these things and say, well, is that something to lose my peace for? Well, first off, peace is a biblical term. And uh, it, it, it literally, uh, from the word, the Lord would have said to the apostle, Shalom, with the word that he would have used. And it means to be complete or whole. Like, in other words, may God just take all that's bad from you out of you so you're who you're supposed to be. It's like a completeness. Um, and I think, too, one of our problems is we feel somewhat incomplete. Uh, and so our Lord says, let me bring you to a sort of completeness. And I would say that's a more of interior disposition than anything. But, like, regardless, let me just bring you to a, a spiritual wholeness inside of you. And Jacques Philippe, he says, any reason that caused you to lose our peace is a bad reason. And what are these bad reasons? So, you know, in other words, his point is that we really, because Christ is risen, 
we really shouldn't lose our peace. Um, I'll kind of witness here. I'm not trying to, you know, I think sometimes I'm not speaking. I mean, these times I, I use, you know, these, you know, personal prayer and things, but yesterday I was kind of disturbed about, uh, I don't know, doctor's visit. I didn't get the answer I wanted. And, you know, I just, and, uh, and I, I, my mother uh, called me and, you know, I said, what do you think? And, uh, and she's like, she said, well, if I can tell you something without you getting angry. <laughs> and I was like, no, okay, fine. Go for it. And, and she says, your anger is keeping you from hearing God's voice. And I, it just really struck me. It's true. I mean, it was this lack of peace was not allowing me to hear God's voice. And, and so what are some of the things that destroy our peace? And number one, he says the troubles of life and the fear of being without. Wow. You know, in other words, like when something happens to us and we just, we're lacking something that we want, uh, that destroys our peace. And we can almost be like, um, one of our problems is we can kind of be like a little kid in the supermarket and, you know, we can just sort of like have a, uh, a tantrum because mom or dad won't buy or daddy won't buy us, you know, something that we want. And it's probably not buying it because we don't need it and it would actually hurt us in the long run, but we have a tantrum nonetheless. And so we lose our peace because we don't accept uh, what God has given us at that present moment, you know, and, and many times, you know, after the trust, we realized that there was a lot of growth, but can we keep the peace while we're going through a particular tribulation? And and he says this, we must remember God's providence. God always provides stop, And he says, stop worrying over questions like, what are we to eat or what are we to wear? The unbelievers are always running after these things. Your heavenly father knows all that you need. Seek first his kingship over you and his way of holiness and all these things will be given you besides. So his thing is like, look, is God really going to just hurt you and allow you to sort of be without, you know, no, but we have to just have to trust. Number two. He says, another thing that can destroy our peace is others' faults and shortcomings. Mm. And he says, oh, how we let others' actions affect us. Someone cuts in line in traffic, looks at us funny, or says something we disagree with, and our peace is gone. And I'm sure all of us have, like, there's sort of characters that we're in, in our lives or people that we, you know, we confront that just, they always seem to destroy our peace when we're around them, Right. And, uh, and I, I find this is very true with like religious sisters and communities. Like they just, there's like, you know, one or two sisters that rub them the wrong way. And they just always struggle with this and they can't deal with their faults and shortcomings. And, um, and, and I think what is the, what is the, um, uh, you know, the, the antidote to this that keeps peace is, is patience and, um, you know, uh, with others and, uh, and so, you know, the other thing is this, is that if we let others agitate us, we give away our freedom and self-control to them. We empower them to determine how we are. Uh, and then uh, this denies one of God's greatest gifts to us, free will. You know, we don't have to allow other people to destroy our peace, you know. Uh, and that means just sort of like realize that it doesn't really matter what people think about us or the, what their opinions are. The, the most important thing is what God thinks. And um, and these people are always going to have shortcomings as we have shortcomings. Uh you know, and that goes back to the the famous line of Saint Jose Maria: "Learn to say that person doesn't bother me; that person sanctifies me." You know, and and I, I mean, I honestly, I can say I I'm sort of I can be a saint maker to other people with some of my defects. I drive people bizarre, you know, uh, at times, but uh, this is true with others. So we realize we have faults and shortcomings, and therefore others have faults and shortcomings, and therefore we have to live in this this broken world and not allow our peace to go away. Um, number three. 
our own faults and shortcomings. Uh, you know, I mean, sometimes it's just the fact that we're not perfect and uh, we fall short. And I think especially, I mean, if you're listening to this podcast, I, I, I would I would gather that you are seeking holiness uh, 100%. You want to be a saint uh, deep down and, and, you, and you are probably becoming a saint, you know, but maybe one of the struggles is that, um, God, you know, why is it that I have to bring the same junk back to confession every time? And, you know, why is it that I still have this struggle? You know, why is it that I haven't grown up the way I should and, you know, I'm still acting like a little teenager deep inside of me? Um, what do we do with this? And and I think is um, we have to be patient. And, you know, there's an old bumper sticker, be patient when God isn't through yet. Um, and and, and St. St. Paul says, be patient, therefore, my brothers, until the coming of our Lord. See how the farmer waits the precious yield of the soil. And, um, you know, I think, you know, conversion happens at a moment, you know, sanctification takes a lifetime. And, you know, continually working on our shortcomings. But many, many saints, you know, other than, I mean, Jacques Philippe's not a saint, he's still alive, you know, but, you know, St. Francis de Sales, I mean, he used to say this, he says, one of the things that destroys our peace is our shortcomings. He says, you just, you really have to learn to be patient and Know that healing takes time. The proper diagnosis takes time. The remedy takes time, you know, and uh, sometimes we, we don't even know, you know, what's the cause of our sins and what's the cause of our defects. It's, it's sometimes it's very deep rooted and it takes years of prayer for that to surface. Uh, but nonetheless, last but not least, and probably the most, the one that really destroys our peace, Jacques Philippe says, is the fear of suffering. And he says, perhaps this is the largest obstacle to seeking and maintaining inner peace. Yes, to love in this imperfect world full of sin means to suffer, but suffering is inevitable. To love is to suffer, but to choose not to love entails an even greater suffering. What we must remember is that God will never test us beyond our means. As my mother taught me, the will of God will never lead you where the grace of God cannot keep you. Now, I like that, how he says that, because I, you know, I've heard this and it drives me nuts when people say this. You know, God never gives you more than you can handle. But notice that's not what Jacques Philippe says. He says, he says, we must remember that God will never test us beyond our means. And his mother said, the will of God will never lead you where the grace of God cannot keep you. So it doesn't mean that we won't get more than we can handle. I mean, I think inevitably the, the Christian life is way above our pay grade. That's the whole point of the resurrection of Christ. We, we can't, I mean, it just no person can be perfectly patient and perfectly, you know, uh, you know, studious and hardworking and perfectly chaste and perfectly, you know, whatever. I mean, just in self-control with their appetites and eating and all these other things, unless God gives us grace. And, and that's, that's, that's a true theological point is we can't pull this off and be able to be holy unless God provides us the proper remedy. And the remedy is the grace of his death and resurrection, you know, and I think we just have to really think about, you know, am I asking for grace when I just don't, don't, uh, feel like doing things? Yeah. I just, another personal witness. I was on a retreat with a 95 year old priest, um, on senior SF who really met and was a personal friends with Padre Pio. Um, the guy is, I really, really believe that Monsignor, will be a saint one day and i was in the presence of a saint and he said that um you know one of the things that he says is we have to realize you know we have to say to god in prayer lord i can't i, I just can't do this but you can and there's a sort of peace that comes to this he says um 
you know, so, and he goes on to say, and, and Paul reminded the Romans, the infallibility of God's providence of those who love and follow God when he wrote, all things work together for God, for those who love God and are called according to his purpose, Romans 8.28. You know, yesterday so, you talk about <clears throat> uh, peace killers, um, yeah. and, and this is more maybe, again, a, a silly personal witness, but something that I think the laity can certainly, where we are as a society can, can uh, relate to. You know, I ordered something for the boat, and I can't use it till this weekend. But I was excited to get it overnight. They, oh, they had free overnight shipping, and it was due. It was due yesterday. <laughs> so all day long, I'm you know waiting for that text to come across my screen. Your your thing has been delivered, even though I can't use it for another three days. And it said, um, exception, uh, delayed one day. And I like, I'm so bitter about this over something that I can't use for the next three days. But it, yeah, it killed my peace instantly. It's like, this is right. ridiculous. Right. Utterly so ridiculous. So how would you, how would you counteract that? Well, I got, you know, I kind of almost felt the need to go up into the box, but confession wasn't available at that point. So yeah, I'm like, Lord, seriously, you know, and I, I see, I saw something the other day. It kind of reminded me, obviously a secular saying, but it, I think you really can apply it to the spiritual life. And that was don't, don't sweat the small stuff. And it, yeah. we we tend to get mired down in the small stuff all the time, and the small right. stuff is usually inconsequential stuff that has no real bearing on certainly on our salvation, much much less our life really. But uh, right. it just yesterday I was, I was I was angry for fifteen minutes because a stupid thing I can't use for three days, and it, right. it did it killed my peace. <laughs> Ridiculous. Right. I, I well this is Bill. I mean I think this is one of the one of the things we all struggle with, and it's it's uh, it's really hard to, I mean. It's hard in a, in a human standpoint to remain peaceful. And I, I just think that part of the resurrection is like, you know, once again, it goes to this concept is that, you know, God conquered all problems. And he, there is a, there's a final end to these problems, essentially. Yeah, and well, and the other thing, it's so easy to blame everyone else but ourselves. Like, you know, yesterday was FedEx was on my list. Or it could be, like you said, a fellow parishioner or a coworker right. or whatever when it's really us. Yeah. All right, folks, keep your peace today. It's beautiful out there today. Uh, if you're at work, make sure you just take a little walk around, just 10 minutes in the sun, you know, get some vitamin D, pray to the Lord, you know, and if just remember today, it's like don't let the devil destroy your peace. And uh, look, I can testify, it, it is hard sometimes, you know, and because all these four things we encounter, you know, many times. Um, but uh, yeah, and uh, maybe one thing to, to uh, a book, uh, maybe Bill can uh, post it, it, a fantastic book if you struggle with just you're just troubled with your life and just can't sort of settle down uh searching and for maintaining peace by jacques philippe uh it sounds like a really girly book <laughs> uh and it looks like one because it's like pink and all this and but i gotta tell you it is not it is like sort of a gentle hard-hitting reality about just why we just can't just be settled in our life and um you know, let's be honest. I mean, the life is a mystery and life has its tribulations, but we have to realize that, uh, that God, you know, there is a resurrection and that we, that, that comes the peace, but he, he put, he, there's, he goes into detail in, in that book about what our problem is and how we can remedy it with some of the, uh, uh, you know, remedies of the saints. So, all right, folks, have a great day. God bless you.